David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Elliot, I'm going to have to get an attorney. I got hurt at work. Slipped on ice in the parking lot. I'll represent you. How much should we sue? Who, who should we sue and for how much? I don't know. Let's see. We'll go after the building owner. We'll go after my workers' comp. We can't blame the weather. Weather girl, because she wasn't responsible. Can't blame the meteorologist. Meteorologist, sorry. <laughs> do we not have, PC. Do, do we have a meteorologist around? We found one. In the parking lot? Found one in the parking lot. I told you it was going to be a little bit slick out there. I should have looked at her Twitter. <laughs> What's your Twitter page? I have to. Post, first of all, it's Cheryl Scott from NBC Channel 5. And she's way too slick for you and me. But, oh. she, but she was gracious enough to come into the studio today. My pleasure. And here we are. Okay, now you can start asking the question. We've got to introduce her first. <laughs> even though everybody knows who she is. I don't even get an introduction. I hit my head. It's not, <laughs> is that the excuse? That's what's I thought it would have knocked some sense into you by no, now. No, loosened up those screws again. Oh, no. Uh-oh. So, Cheryl. You are all okay, though. I'm Wait, no, no, I'm in severe pain. (laughs) How do you get workman's comp if you work for yourself? You have to have worker's comp if you have any uh, employees. I'm an employee of my business, so. So you'd sue yourself? Sue myself. That's why you have insurance, to take care of it. Okay. Well, let's get to Cheryl here. Cheryl, you had nice weather up until last week. You probably thought this was like Tennessee. It's been absolutely amazing so far this winter. Um, Apologies to all the snow lovers out there, but we're going to get snow and it's going to come. We still have a long, you know, winter to endure here. So uh, I've been enjoying the mild weather. Yeah, we had a long winter last year. Exactly. It it, it, it like never ended and it was gray and bleh. This this one, not so bad, but it's common. It's snow. Snow will be here. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's coming. How many inches? Um, so far, about six plus, six to eight range for Chicago areas north, a little bit farther south, a little bit less. But we'll keep you posted. Usually north gets more and south gets less. So. Well, that's, yeah, areas north, Chicago areas north, about six plus, oh, areas yeah. south a little bit less. Yeah, Dave's north, so we, this this could be the last we see of him for a, quite a while. It's not a plus being north. <laughs> You'll have to take your time walking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't walk and chew gum at the same time. You can have your girls. You have three daughters. They could pull you on a sled. I'm tr- working on their ice skating rink outside. It's taking a lot of time. Uh-oh. So what do you think of this city? Is it nice? Oh, my or? gosh. It's an amazing, amazing city. It's so beautiful. I actually just um, got in from vacation about two days ago. and Someplace cold or someplace warm? Someplace. Can't you tell? I'm tan. I'm glowing here. No, <laughs> I was in uh, Riviera Maya, and it was absolutely beautiful. But it was weird because, you know, it's my first year here, and I missed the first snowstorm. So I was kind of, you know, tracking snow on the radar the whole time as well up in Chicago. But here we go. We're going to have some more snow tomorrow. But Chicago is a beautiful city, a great skyline. And when it comes to a meteorologist's perspective, I mean, 
it's weather galore. You have everything here. Everything so it's but the hurricanes. best of both worlds. Yeah. Wait, you missed the snow. You're smart. You have an Ivy League education. I knew it was coming. No, I planned the trip way in advance. I would have loved to be here for it. So you went to Brown University to be a meteorologist, just like everybody who goes to Brown University, right? Exactly. Um, you huh? know, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know. actually, I did a roundabout way. I did go to Brown University. I was recruited, actually, to run track there. Um, I majored in geology, so I came out with a geology degree, and then I continued my education from that point on and got my meteorology degree from Mississippi State University. Now, in track, what was your specialty? I did sprints, the 400 primarily, and I also did some long jump. Any good? I mean, I was half decent. (laughs) I like to think that I was. You still keep it up? I try to work out. Um, I do a lot of interval training. I can't really do long uh, mileage, so I'm on the treadmill doing some sprints and ins and outs and stuff like that. Yeah, David and I will get on the treadmill from time to time. but Yeah, your treadmill story is what? Well, every once in a while, we'll turn it on, right? Elliot said he did 30 minutes on the treadmill beginning of January. He goes, yeah, I'm tired. He was yeah, watching ne- TV next, from Next it. time, I'm going to turn on the machine. Isn't that, oh, you're supposed to turn it on? I just get on there and watch television. I don't, why, would, why wouldn't you sit on the couch and watch television? I'm it sounds to get a much ex- more comfortable. Get a little exercise, you know. Okay. Try, hang, try, try to standing. fool my body into, nah. Hit don't those. you hang your clothes on there for them to dry? Yeah. <laughs> the towel after showering? Yeah. That's what hey. it's for. It's always there for something, right? Utility is key. So what was it like down in Tennessee there? I mean, what was the weather down there? Isn't it, like, nice every day? No, it's not nice every day. I was in Knoxville, Tennessee, right before I came here, and I was there for two years, and it was actually pretty crazy. Um, We had a lot of severe weather events while I was down there. Uh, One to note, the April 27th tornado outbreak, we were hit really hard there. Um, I was telling you before the show that we had about 53 confirmed tornado touchdowns that day and 35 confirmed deaths. Um, and that puts your job in a whole new perspective. It wasn't as bad as the Tuscaloosa or Alabama area. But, however, it was definitely a, a step, a milestone in my career that day. We were on the air for like 36 hours straight. Yeah, that's like work. It was it was work, and then you have to go out and see the aftermath, and that's, that's just a life-changing experience. Um, with that said, we had a lot of severe thunderstorms. The winter was crazy. We had icing events. We had snowstorms. I wouldn't say snowstorms like Chicago snowstorms, but three inches in Knoxville. You know, it shuts the city down. Kids are out of school for weeks. Exactly. So we had a a lot of crazy weather down there. Where else have you worked besides Tennessee? I was in Erie, Pennsylvania. That's where I first started. How did you like Pennsylvania? Well, I'm originally from South Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia. So kind of my hometown there, but Erie's in the opposite corner. And it snowed a lot. I mean, Other than in the winter? 54 inches of snow. That's a lot. A lot of gray days. It was cold. Depressing. It was a little depressing. I mean, from my for my first job, it was great because there was so much weather to track, and Lake Effect snow is just huge there. But I think that got me and gave me a really good background for uh, being a meteorologist in the northeast and up in the north. You got the feeling you were living Groundhog Day. Yes, over and over and over again. <laughs> now, how do you do? You like go to the websites to find out the weather, or Doppler? How do you do this, or do they give it to you and you just read it? Well, no, we don't read the yeah, weather. I, it's it's going to I be. You had there the, will be weather tonight. No, I thought you had what? the screen. You looked at. She's a trained professional. 
It's a big misconception. A lot of people think that we have a teleprompter. The anchors and the reporters, they do read off of a screen, but weather is all ad-lib. We stand at the weather screen, and we look into the camera, and we tell the weather story. And we get all of that prepared beforehand, at looking at our forecast models, um, spending some time looking at all of that. And then as we're forecasting, we make everything. We build our maps. We enter the numbers, the temperatures. We build everything. The five-day forecast is straight from what we create and what we make and put out there. So as we're building all of that, you know, we have a weather story developing in our head, and then it just becomes second nature. You get in front of the camera, and you just tell what you know. So so basically, do you have a team to do this, or you do everything yourself? Well, we have a team, but like for my shift, um, double shift weekends, I'm the only meteorologist there. Um, usually it's just one meteorologist forecasting for their specific shows. Andy Avalos does the morning, Alicia Roman does the noon, and then Brant Miller does the evening shifts. But if there's big weather, like tomorrow, we're expecting a snowstorm here, we'll be doing some team coverage. See, David's an attorney. He's used to having paralegals. He thinks there's such things as parameteorologists, and you know, he, he just, you know, they give him the, the papers, he goes to court, he, he, that's his job. Not I'm, that not that simple. Because I'm used to Ron Majors basically leaving the condo five minutes before the show and then being back five minutes after the show. Oh. But like you said, they're just reading the teleprompters, the anchors. Right, and they do. They put a lot of work into, I mean, it's not just, you know, them walking onto a desk and reading. I mean, there's so much that goes into a newscast. You have to think of everything that goes behind the scenes as well, who's writing that, who's editing that, who's going through the scripts and making sure everything's okay. You know, they have to pick out sound. They're going out and doing the reporting and getting the story together. So everything comes in. Everyone collaborates, and it ends up into that one lovely newscast. So while you were in Knoxville, did you become a Tennessee Volunteers fan? I love the Vols. I am. I will support the Vols, I think, the rest of my life. Tennessee was a great place for me. I loved Knoxville. Um, while I was there, is at WBIR, which is one of the best stations in that area, and the following, and the team, all of my coworkers. It was just an overall great experience, and everyone I met was so welcoming and nice. And I never was at a university where college sports was so big. Well, and, you know, the, the volunteers are almost as good as, as Brown University level. Almost, Ivy League, almost. Right? <laughs> Um, I mean, maybe right now it could be a good competition between the Brown Bears and the Vols, but a, a couple years ago, you know, college sports totally wins out in the South. It's 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 so amazing, though, to see that many people come out for an, a college event and just get that into it. It's I mean, it's like, you know, Bears and the NFL right. and everything here, but it's just a whole new experience when you add college into the mix. So. Are you a Yankee fan or a Met fan from New Jersey? Well, Phillies. Phillies? I'm originally a Philadelphia e- fan. Eagles. Uh-oh. But I've moved to Chicago, so, you know, I'm up for She's adopting. She's trying to BC. I'm a, adopting new That's right. teams. Very, flexibility is one of the keys to it's, success in life, David. It's totally, and who knows, I could be here for a really long time. Well, you're with Channel 5. Every Channel 5 beautiful meteorologist, anchor person, sportscaster, sportscaster, goes to New York, Good Morning America, Today's Show. I predict New York within a couple of years. I, I can't predict anything. It's like the I'm weather. I'm just it's happy to be here in Chicago <laughs> as long as I, right? I really am happy to be in Chicago. One of the great things I think about this type of a market is um, you get to get really involved in the community. And when you... If you go network, you may lose, you know, some touch with 
your local viewers. And that's what I really love about being in a local market is interacting and getting to know who's watching and getting out in the community and making a mark there and getting involved. So I love it here. Do you like how people hold the meteorologist responsible for the weather? It's like, oh, thank you for the sunshine. Oh, damn you for the rain. Oh, exactly. I can't tell you how many tweets I have gotten since I've started here saying, thank you for bringing this lovely weather from the south of you. And I always reply, remember this like days tomorrow, on days right. like tomorrow when it's going to be snowy and gross and cold and windy because, you know, it's going well, to change. Well, and well, then they're going to hate me. Don't ever hate me. <laughs> that bad weather's all Brant Miller's fault, right? <laughs> Tom, Tom Skilling. <laughs> Tom Sk- oh, that's We're a- just the messengers. <laughs> right. We're just the messengers. I mean, Tom Skilling's like his own kind of like business here. I mean, you're probably familiar with Tom Skilling. Of course, I'm familiar. He's, he's an entity. He's a very intelligent man. I met him at a meteorology conference um, at the National he's Weather Service here. He's an antiquity? No, okay. no, no, that's John Coleman. Oh, he's an entity, okay. Entity. John Coleman, the one who started the Weather Channel. Sure. He started in Chicago. Way back when. Yeah, so, I mean, it's great to be in a market with Tom Skelly. Okay. So how did you get the inspiration to be a meteorologist? Is this something you say when I'm a little girl? When I grow up, I want to be a weather woman. I mean, that seems odd, right? It But that does. was totally me. I mean, I was a huge dork and it all stemmed from yeah i just call myself a dork um the movie the wizard of oz it it was my favorite movie growing up and i remember me and my girlfriend she lived across the street from me we would come home and from school and watch that movie and i know every word and i was obsessed with it but it was the tornado scene that really caught um my eye and i think that's where my curiosity from the weather really started from and from that point on i was you know looking out the window waiting for the storms to roll in in grade school i loved earth sciences i actually you cannot make fun of me wrote my eighth grade yearbook i plan to become a meteorologist who does that Someone who really loves the weather. It wasn't a bad Usually it's people me. who are, in, <laughs> normally it's people you, you who are institutionalized. People who go, yeah. you know, running away. But I, with that said, I ended up going to high school and I got really involved with extracurricular activities. The Track we- was the, a huge the part of my club? life. Not the weather club, but um, that's why I ended up going to uh, Brown University it was for, for track. They recruited me to run, and unfortunately they didn't have a meteorology program there, but it was just a great opportunity and I loved the school. So I majored in geology, which was, it's, it's kind of related because when you work at a news station, the meteorologists become the station scientists. I mean, you need to know everything that goes into play when it comes from geology to meteorology. So I think I really benefited from both those majors. I avoided the allergies in school. <laughs> <laughs> They're never fun. I no. mean, it is it is a lot that of means work. That the study of something, right? And I had to take a lot of theology because I went to Loyola and the Catholic schools. So, but theology's got me. Is that here in, in Pennsylvania? Uh, Chicago. Okay. So basically, you think of yourself as Dorothy? Well, no, but... <laughs> well, you're, you're not the Wicked Witch. Are of you, are course you, I'm not the Wicked are, Witch. Are you Glenda? Glenda? Gwendolyn? I forget. Well, I just ma- wave the magic wand, and I'm okay. trying to make it l- a little bit more tolerable okay. tomorrow and during the snowy events. Well, you're too tall to be a munchkin. Well, thank you. Right? <laughs> the lollipop wing, the yeah. guild. <laughs> Auntie M, yeah, who's the other... Um, the, the scarecrow, the, one the tin the man. The one woman who took the dog at the beginning of the Aunt movie. Auntie Oh, no, that's the Wicked Witch. I don't know she her name. The Margaret Wicked Hamilton. Right, but what was the name of her before she went to Oz? I forget that. I feel like I should know this. That's right. Man. Yeah. If only they had offered a course in The Wizard of Oz. Give me know. some time. I'll come up with it. She called the dog catcher the dog pound on Dorothy's dog, I remember. Okay. To- Toto. 
I'll have to, yeah. I won't Google. <laughs> well, we're, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> we weren't in Kansas to begin we're with. We're not in Kansas. Miss no. Gulch. Miss Gulch, yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Dave's got kids too. Dave, Dave Olson strikes Thank again. Thank you for that. <laughs> now the question. Oh, I was going to say, Google, Google to the rescue. My daughter wanted, to, older daughter wanted to be Dorothy for every Halloween, and finally this year she got to be Dorothy. She was so excited. Aww, Red ruby slippers. Yeah. Red ruby slippers. Perfect. We actually had. Uh, she borrowed yours. No, I gave those up. Does she have a little Toto? She had a little Toto. Actually, I had two of them. The youngest wanted to be uh, Dorothy, too. So I had two Dorothys. Wow. And then the middle one was a gypsy. Okay. Fun. I love that. So were you ever Dorothy? I actually played Dorothy in a school play, and I really hope none of those clips can ever be found. We'll look for it on YouTube, right? I don't think it'll be there. It was a long time ago. Grade school or high school? (laughs) Eighth grade school play. (laughs) So. Did you do any modeling at any time? No, I've never modeled. Any aspirations? No. No. Weather's my passion. You you want to be taken seriously as a meteorologist. Not a weather girl, you see? I'm showing my age. What? Well, once upon a time, they would just plop out on television an attractive female to tell you, ah, we have a high something or other coming in from the... I mean, yeah, there's totally that that vantage point. I mean, and it's definitely hard being in the age group of, you know, 20 to 30 and... You have to get over that barrier and really show that you know what you're talking about and that knowledge comes across the screen. Right. Um, I hope, I hope that people can see well, that. You know, they, they look, oh, it, it's some girl just out of uh, college or whatever. That right, they... and you don't want to be viewed as that person. Oh. You know, everyone I think that is in this business, it takes a lot of work and a lot of study. So Now, I know with male meteorologists, there's longevity is the same hold true for females? They they tend to, to disappear after a while and get supplanted by younger females. Well, I mean, I know a lot of older females, meteorologists, that are still in the air and have been for years and are very successful. So I I don't view my job as that type of a way. Okay. I know, you know what surprised me when I heard about the meteorologist, is that there wasn't a map behind them. It's just a blank oh, screen. Oh, it's a blank screen. Yeah, it's and, magic. And, and and you have you have to go reverse of what... Yep, exactly. It's like you have to rewire your brain to say, okay, I'm going to move to the left, so that means I have to go to the right. Correct? Something like that? Uh, totally. What happens is um, there's a green screen behind us. And so you can't wear green. We cannot wear green or we will be invisible. White usually doesn't work as well. Hey, there's a picture of the green screen right there. That's exactly it. Keep that up because what I want to say is right next to me, you can see that monitor to my right-hand side. Right. And that is showing my weather graphics. So when we, when it looks like on television that we're looking back behind us at our maps, we're actually looking at the, to the sides of us. And that's what, what we're seeing so we know what we're talking about while we're on air. And the camera in front of us will also display that same exact map. Now, why don't they have a monitor that would show you you could just make the motion to the left and you would go to the left? You know what I mean? Well, it's easy for us once you – it's just how you work on television. You become you just have to accustomed do reverse. to it. It's not really reverse because we see ourselves in these okay. side monitors, but what it – it all works it's out. Com- it's complicated. <laughs> but what, it's For those just, of us who can't just, walk and chew exactly. gum at the same the time. The first couple of times you stand in the green screen, you're going to be like, wait, 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 wait. But then it becomes second nature. 
Did you ever mess up and say, oh, shoot, I'm wearing green today, or all of a sudden it's an emergency, you got to go into the studio and you have green on? No. I haven't done that. Don't, don't you think, though, for St. Patrick's Day, you ought to wear green? So all we'll see is like a head and a hand. Larry Wirt might have a problem with that. Yeah, I have seen a few, you know, people play in the green screen, and it's good fun for a little bit, but I haven't done it. Well, there's a first time for everything, right? We'll see. So who's your favorite meteorologist? Oh, my gosh, I have tons. Um Wait a second. Somebody has tons of favorite meteorologists. Yeah, of course. Doesn't everybody? And she probably she has no idea who I am, but Alexandra Steele. Uh, she worked for the Weather Channel. I believe she's now on CNN. Um, I really enjoyed watching her on the Weather Channel, but she was a graduate from Brown University, so that was really cool to me. Um, Mike Seidel, good friend, may have dinner with him later on tonight. He's coming into town for the snowstorm. Uh, of course, <laughs> Jim Cantori, and you know he's just he's a storm ch- he's a storm chaser. Jim Cantore? Uh, the one who's coming in town. Mike Seidel. Yes, He's a yeah. meteorologist for the Weather Channel, so he'll be reporting in Chicago on the snowstorm for them tomorrow. That sucks. You so, work for the Weather Channel, they fly you to bad weather. No, well, but that's why you what do are it. They you love do? it. They're going to fly you to sunshine in 75? I don't think so. Yeah, unless Here, there's a hurricane. Here's a, hur- here's a hurricane. Go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and then uh, Philadelphia Market. Um, you know, I grew up watching all those meteorologists, Glenn Schwartz, and I interned in Philadelphia while I was there as well. So I have some good relationships with them. But these are all, you know, people that I've looked up to and have been mentors in my life. So so when you go home, you turn on the TV, you watch the Weather Channel? I uh, No, I mean, sometimes <laughs> the Weather Channel is on if there's cool a cool weather story that I'm interested in to see what's happening and we don't have the coverage you know, at our own local station or something, but I'm not a diehard, you know, watch the Weather Channel every minute of every day. Yeah. She I watches, kind of, you're not a weather I kind of watch the radar, <laughs> okay. you know. She watches Happy Days reruns. Happy Days. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're going to have Aaron, uh, not Aaron Moran, we're going to have Marion Ross when we come back. Mrs. C from Happy Days. She was part of Brooklyn Bridge. She's doing voiceover Gilmore work Gilmore Girls. Don't forget my Gilmore Girls. I love Gilmore Girls. And stay tuned.